something. Give me something good. Something Tell good. me something. Um, good. Don't like where this is going. Sean. Last minute shopping has got me giving up on all my friends. And I know we haven't been talking, but when you return from your family Christmas, can you HMU in the new? Welcome back to Text Before Calling. I am your host, Sean Nasty. Joining me as always is Eric the Wheelman Wheeler. How are you today, sir? It was better when you called me the cuck host. The cuck host? That was good. Sorry. I, I, uh, yeah, I don't like to repeat jokes. That's a lie. But... That is a lie. That's a bald face <laughs> lie. If, yeah. you, if you had a joke that worked for you, you would run it into the ground like the fucking... World Engine and Man of Steel. World Engine. Uh, I guess I <laughs> That's one. what they call the drill in the <laughs> Superman movie. Jesus. They say, engage the World Engine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is some nerd speak right there. That is definitely some nerd shit, sir. That's like, you know, some retard sitting in his, you know, Ford Escape cranking the engine. Engage the World Engine. Like the, in, uh, without the unobtainium? Unobtainium, do you know that actually has a history in science fiction? Yeah, it's like uh, uh, kind of like one of those inside joke trope things, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's very funny. Um, I, I didn't really have a problem with it in Avatar. I recognized it from the core, though, unfortunately, but that's the only <laughs> other uh, association I had with it. The Edward Norton, the core? I don't think that was Edward Norton. Wait, uh, the one where they drill to the center of the earth? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, maybe he got sued. I think he got sued because he was contracted to do the core and then read the script. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is why I I think I'm recalling this correctly, that he signed a contract to star in the core. And then he read the script and said, I will not do this piece of crap. And they sued him. And I want to say this is like why he did the Incredible Hulk movie. Oh, really? Because he like owed Sony a movie or something. <laughs> that does make a lot of sense there. Or there's some other like piece of crap he did because he refused to do this other piece of crap. So that's know. like think, the Edward Norton story. I think the Incredible Hulk is the biggest piece of crap on his resume. I'm trying to think. I mean, he doesn't do a lot of bad movies, but I feel like he just doesn't no. do a lot of movies, period, now. I mean, like, Everyone Says I Love You was not exactly a commercial success, but I enjoyed it. That is one of the more off-the-wall references you've ever made. <laughs> Are you talking about the Woody Allen musical? I am, yeah. Would you say that's your favorite musical of all time? No, no, Singing in the Rain. Oh, I didn't realize you were a boring idiot. Um, it's movie history, man. Like, no, that is a great movie. Yeah, it's... I mean, 
That's like saying I like the color blue. Yeah, I like, like Citizen yeah. Kane. You know, it's yeah. no, it's, no, it is no. It's I mean, a, Sing in the Rain. For for anyone who, for for you twelve people there who haven't seen it, Sing in the Rain. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, not that my uh, my uh, repertoire with musicals goes back that far or goes that yeah, deep, but give uh, me give me a top five. Everyone says I love you. Well, I Sing did, in the Rain. I, I I don't know that I can do a top five, but I will tell you, I did just watch Annie again for the first time since I was like six, I think, and I was astounded by the fact that there is like. Almost no dialogue that is not sung. It's there's maybe a stretch of like two or three minutes at a time where people are actually talking, but the vast majority of that movie is singing. It's your uh, your viewing habits are truly unpredictable. <laughs> like there's no pattern or rhyme or re- like they they are Trumpian. It's, it's just one pivot after another. Hey man, you gotta uh, you gotta experience life, you know. You gotta you gotta take the bull by the horns no, and but, and but dive you don't. on. <laughs> you don't experience life, except on you know every forty second Monday, you do something that I cannot you know, envision you doing. What the you're you're having that much problem? What uh, envisioning me watching Annie? Well, it's like if you told me you went boogie boarding in Fiji last week. <laughs> like, yeah, it's possible, but it's just so out of character. Sorry, sir. Did you go boogie boarding in Fiji? No, but uh, um, I yeah, I probably would. But, well, I'd go boogie boarding. I don't know that I'd go to Fiji. I just had a vision. Can I describe my vision to you? Uh-oh. My vision is of you boogie boarding, and you have a best friend, and your best friend is a manta ray. <laughs> And you and the Manta Ray hit up all the clubs in Miami. Hmm. Right? And he is like... Wait, the Manta Ray is the one that looks like the Stingray, right? Just yeah. bigger? Yeah, just bigger. Uh-huh. But he's he's wearing like a Scarface jacket. And he's got like <laughs> women hanging off of his, you know, fins. And you're just like, um, well, you want to be his, his wingman. But you end up just being like the paid muscle. <laughs> and eventually you knock him off because you get jealous and you want to be with his woman. Wow. That was you. You had that the envisionment of the entire story within that uh, that two yeah. seconds. I saw friendship. I saw <laughs> ambition. I saw disillusionment. Wow, story of my life, man. That's, nasty uh, in the manta ma- ray. Ma- nasty in the manta ray. Wow, an American tale. Someone's gonna uh, need to start making a uh, a comic book. There does uh, does the Sanj man draw? I'm sure he can. Uh, Sanj, you want to cut up some uh, trash, <laughs> some garbage, turn into a, 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 a nasty and manta ray. Adventure and make me out of a uh, styrofoam Seven uh, Eleven cup. Or wait, they don't have Seven Eleven up there. It would be uh, what Rogers or Fred's or something. You know who you've always reminded me of, Sean. I'm scared to ask. You've always reminded me of the Fink in old gangster movies. <laughs> the guy who turns in the the gangster boss. Wow. You... Just but it's always for like you know really minor personal grievances. <laughs> Like, he never learned my name. My name's Jerry. He always called me Gary. <laughs> so that, that's what you're expecting of me? to. Uh, I expect you to attempt to settle me yeah. for some petty slight. Yeah, I don't doubt that. I feel like I could run you over in my car and you'd brush it off. Yeah, that'd be but, fine. But there's something I've done, like, you know, I left a bottle cap on your desk or something. Yeah. And you'll never let that go. <laughs> and you'll like carve out my heart with a fork one day. Um, I'm not going to deny any of this. 
uh, your, your refusal to, uh, to refer to my cat by his proper name is certainly edging up that list of grievances. Um, you talking about Chuck Yeager? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that the real Chuck Yeager is on twitter.com? Uh, yeah, I, I've seen some brand. He like, uh, responds to tweets with like one word, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. He, he is honestly the Sanjh of the <laughs> air force. That's because he had a, he had a great, uh, response where someone said, what do you think of outer space? And he said, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Like, no shit, Chuck. Thanks for your service. A, uh, a friend of mine recently added me to a uh, face gr- Facebook group of flat earthers. So <laughs> that has been an interesting journey. Um, and have you are you listening and learning? I, I am trying to absorb. You know, I'm open to all <laughs> theories and cultures and uh, I- ideals, but uh, I'm still having uh, a hard time. Uh, qu- quite are you open to the idea that your friend is a dumbass? Uh, no, I, I truly doubt he's a believer. I, I assume it's uh, ironic, but it's still amusing. Uh, given my uh, predilections for conspiracy theories, it's more of a slight on me than anything. This is like you know. I've really uh, Donald Trump has changed my whole relationship with irony. He's like ruined <laughs> sarcasm for me. Uh, I see. Wait, I don't understand how that works. Because then. because he'll say these awful racist, sexist things, and then people will be like, "Well, why did you say this awful shit?" He'll go, "Oh, I was being sarcastic." It's like, no, you don't get to ruin sarcasm for everyone else. <laughs> First of all, you don't. You clearly don't know what it is. Well, Secondly, you don't have a sense of humor. Third, what you said was not even funny. And fourth, you're clearly lying. Yeah, I mean, so just you, because he's stupid, I don't think it ruins it for the rest of us. It's not that he's stupid. It's that it's so malicious that his idea of sarcasm is always something really, really mean-spirited. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's not always wrong. No, he's always wrong. When he's he always wrong. He's yeah, being yeah. sarcastic, he's clearly lying. Certainly, but mean-spirited like sarcasm isn't always wrong. Just like whenever you're backed into a corner and you start blaming it on the cat. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. It was Chuck uh, Yeager. Yeah. What's yeah. his real name? Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> Yuri Gagarin the cat. The cat is what you call him? Yuri Gagarin the cat. Are you also a Russian sympathizer like um, Julian Assange and Edward Snowden? <laughs> um, I don't know that they are Russian sympathizers. They are... Uh... Uh, I, I think it's actually the other way around. I think Russia sympathizes with them. Uh, well, Snowden's like he's living like a like a prince, right? Caviar every day. Oh, really? I thought he was living like uh, Tom Hanks kidding. in the Terminal, like I'm where just he just uh, couldn't leave think, the bathroom and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's sitting on the toilet twenty four hours a day. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. He's got like a little uh, Twitter body he can send out into the world, but uh, pretty sure he's you know in a broom closet essentially. Do you think Assange is getting enough conditioner for that hair? <laughs> I, I certainly hope so. I hope when he is released from his exile, his uh, his mane will be uh, as flowing as always. It would be you know, a shame you know, to miss. You know what I would say to him? Were I the U.S. prosecutor that finally gets him on the stand in New York City? What's that, sir? I look at his, you know, rough, dry hair. You know, with with Big, follicles. Hair. Wait, hold on. Sorry. I look at his rough, dry hair with clumps falling out, and say, "Buddy, you don't have the glands." 
I really wanted to end the show there, but it, I just didn't get I'd it. I'd say, buddy, you don't have the glands to be here right now. Just remember to text before calling. Sean, quick medical query. Mm-hmm. Does the skull contain glands? Yeah. Of course. Of course? Yeah. You got like uh, saliva glands and you got like your, uh, you know, ocular uh, watering glands, you know, your oh, tear yeah, ducts and shit? Yeah, of course. I was being sarcastic. Oh. What? Oh, I get it. <laughs> Not like him. Your finger on that music button is like Trump's finger on the trigger. Trump doesn't get a trigger. He gets a button. Vote Pence. Pence 2016. Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. Wait, what's the crazy shit Gary Johnson believes? Oh, he wants to, like, shut down schools or some shit, right? (laughs) Um, I mean, that's probably a long-term libertarian goal, but, you know. I mean, like, Johnson or Jill Stein or any of these people, do you think any, like, they are all going to wither should they face any actual public scrutiny? Where people will be like, so you want to shut down, uh, let's see here, the Department of Energy? I mean, if if Trump can stand up making the claims that he does, I don't understand why. Oh, here's the difference, though. He's a big, beautiful star. <laughs> uh, Gary Johnson, is, uh, yeah, I mean, he's Gary not, Johnson has a star power of a dust broom. He does, yeah, very much so. He's not going to win, but he can at least open the door for someone charismatic next time. This is like a Himmler situation. Himmler, 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 Himmler was Heinrich like, Himmler. He was the second hint, second guy. He was not charismatic, no. but he could open the door for the next guy. Was did he come before Hitler? Uh, wasn't he in power before? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this on, uh, the rise and fall of the third Reich podcast. Oh man, I'm starting another podcast. God damn it. Just remember, hit it again. Just remember to text before calling. Sean. I said good day, sir. Give me a little kiss. Little kiss.